Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors. Tops, Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huck and the Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Outtake episode from Hobby Hotline just the other night. Strongly recommend that you just listen to that. It was an hour and 15 minutes. This is less than 15 minutes of it. Just part of it that was talking about the Mint Collective, which I just thought, you know, I'm going to put this out because... Today it's happening. So I'm not going to be there. You'll find out why if you listen to the episode. I wholeheartedly endorse it. I'm sad I'm not going to be there, but I can't be everywhere. Again, check out Hobby Hotline, Chris Harris, Jeremy Lee popped in, and Newman was handling the switchboards. Great contributions. Really enjoyed it. Here it is. It was a great event last year. Most events, when they start out, they crawl before they can walk, before they can run. They really hit the ground running. It was very well supported by the sponsors. They did not make a profit last year. I hope in the future they'll be making a profit because that's how things really ought to continue. If I were looking for a job, <laughs> it's probably the best weekend. Now, last year I went for two days. I came in one day and left the next day. And it was a three-day combined event with a trade show and seminars and things. This time it's four days. And so I just made the decision. There's certain events I'm going to go to, but perhaps not every year. If I were younger, I'd absolutely be there. If I were unemployed or looking to build my business, I would be there. It doesn't mean I wouldn't be at the summit or some of the other tops and upper deck events or the national, especially the national. I've made a determination. I'm going to go to that every year as I'm able. But this is just a busy time for me, and I'll probably go next year. But I don't really have hobby goals that require me to be there. But when people ask me if they should go, generally the answer is yes. If you're a content creator, there's all kinds of content out there. And a lot of the key leaders in the industry are out there. One thing that's going to change the character of it, which is how it is not like the national, by adding another day and adding a little more card show aspect to it, I don't see that necessarily as negative, but I don't necessarily see it as positive either. For me, when I was out there, the pull of the card show was not so great that I felt, hey, I really need to see what's out there. I walked through it a few times, and it was more, not corporate booths, but just corporate presence where there were some startups there. But looking at cards, it's not where you'd go for that. But I'm getting my fill of that every other month with Kyle here in the Dallas area. Give it a five-star in terms of the delivery, the execution, and the audience. The conferences I like the best are the ones that not only are you going to hear some great speakers, but the people you're sitting next to in the audience are almost equally interesting. There's some really dedicated people there. I'm real high on it. I'm just not going to go this year. Could you compare and contrast the difference between the Mint Collective and the Industry Summit, which also has taken place the last couple of years in Las Vegas. So if you turn back the clock and go back 20 years ago, the Mint Collective evokes the original Industry Summit that Kit Young had, that yeah. Krause took yeah. over, and then Kevin Isaacson and our company. That legacy, what it used to be, is more similar. The Industry Summit now, as my former company does the industry's not divided necessarily in a negative way, but it just seems there are different alignments to where you've got Panini, Tops, Upper Deck, Fanatics, Leaf, all these different 
And it's just interesting to try to get them all together in the same room. I think that's the goal of all these events. The fact that the Mint Collective has eBay as a presenting kind of a title sponsor and Omaha Productions with Peyton Manning, they've got a lot going for them. But to be able to bring everybody in under the same tent is necessary. And really the only time that happens is at the National. I think Beckett's Industry Summit would love to have that too, the Mint Collective. What I like is that a number of these well-known brands in the industry are coming together. So I think my buddies at Beckett Media have been very cooperative and co-promoting and sponsoring. And there's a mutuality there that I love to see that if we can make the pie bigger, that's cool. That's how we're going to grow the industry, and that's good for everybody. The counter-instinctual problem here, the success of the national has led to huge crowds and unbelievable representation of corporate sponsors as well as dealers as far as the eye can see. That makes it difficult to do what you want to do. Hotels are full. The aisles are full. Getting around, finding people is difficult. So the Mint Collective needs to be careful. They don't need to have tens of thousands of people there and a huge card show thing. If they have a smaller card show that's more presenting some dealers and some of these new entities, these new technology companies, like they had last year, it's not as much of a distraction. The main thing with the Mid Collective that you can't do at the National is you're not competing with thousands of booths and you're not shoulder to shoulder trying to find somebody. So smaller attendance is not necessarily bad. Some of the really elite trade shows in industries, the high-end ones, are not looking for numbers. They're looking for the quality of the attendee. I think the Mint Collective achieved that last year. If they try to go for more numbers with more tables, the kind of thing that the Nationals are. The Nationals still fun, but don't compete with the National. Be your own high-end event. Again, at the National, if you're looking for a job and you're trying to meet with somebody, they've got 99 other people to meet with. At this... It's more carpeted, it's more first class, just a very different environment. I'm not encouraging them to make the card show so great that they have a bunch of people there that don't fit with the overall street aspect. This is more of an industry event than a hobby event. And the National still is mainly a hobby event, I think, and secondarily an industry event. You mentioned last year they didn't make money. Maybe No, maybe. No, maybe. They lost six-figure money. Okay. If that was a trend on an event like this, as good as it might be or great as it might be, might go away just from what's not sustainable cost-wise? Is that a fear? It wouldn't be a fear for a company like Fanatics. Yeah. So to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars at the same time gathering all the influencers and the biggest customers in your industry to come together, there's a lot of industries where they fly in their big customers and wine them and dine them and show them what's what's going on. This is not exactly that, but there's some big hitters here that are thinking bigger than just whether they're making money this year. Again, hats off to Collectible. I think they're thinking that way. You've heard the announcements. They've broadened their business in the last year. They'd have trouble doing that if they didn't have the awareness that they're uh, jumping out and taking bold action to try to help build the industry. Along the way, they're building their own business. Do you think over the long run, the hobby can support essentially two industry summit type programs, both the Mint Collective and the industry summit? Can Omaha Productions, IMG, and 
the people throwing the Mint Collective continue to take losses every year over this. I think the national is the hobby event, hobby slash industry. That is the first tier, and it doesn't compete with anything. It's its own entity. I think the next distinction you're saying is the Mint Collective versus the Industry Summit. And I think the Mint Collective is in this second group that's going to be smaller attendance than the national, but very high end, more on private equity, CEOs, presidents, opinion leaders. And that's not what the summit is doing. The summit has some of that. What I'd like to see consolidation with tops. I think the industry summit is a dealer event for professional dealers as well as local card shops. I think they do an excellent job of that. And I'd like to see it be consolidated with the tops and the upper deck dealer events where they got plenty of airtime because it's a lot of the same people. Those are the competitors to me, and I'd like to see more cooperation there. I really think that could happen. If I were in charge, I'd try to figure out how I could make that work. But to me, the Mint Collective is not in the same space as the Industry Summit because it has a corporate feel to it. It's a nicer hotel. It's a nicer everything. And the pressure on the national is to keep the table fees lower. The pressure on the summit is for local card shops. They can't drop 5000 bucks to go to an event that's to find out about the latest technology. They can read about it or they can watch it virtually. They will go to a trade event with other dealers, learn best practices, get a spectacular goodie bag, which is what the Industry Summit attempts to do, and I think does that pretty well. When you're trying to distinguish the difference between the Industry Summit and the Mint, I think the Industry Summit is a little narrower of an event than the Mint. The Mint is for like everybody in the industry, all the different companies, stakeholders at all levels. It was my first time being at the Industry Summit this past year in person. I was at the virtual one too. It seemed like that's more really for the card companies and the LCSs around the world. And it's for the card companies and the product companies to show their wares to the LCSs and maybe the breakers as well. Whereas Mint Collective, it just seems to be broader from an industry perspective to want to include all different stakeholders in the hobby because you've got the marketplaces really trying to make it an educational conference now with Friday being carved out as just content panels, breakout sessions. But there's definitely overlap between them. If an entity continues to maybe not profit or pay the bills surrounding an event, is the fear that it may go away unless someone else maybe comes in? Dr. Beckett mentioned fanatics. That's a logical outlook. If it's not going to be profitable, who's going to keep on throwing good money after bad? But in most businesses that I've been familiar with, they don't expect to be profitable in their first three years. Jeremy, you've got a year's worth of guests at the event. You could book a whole year's worth of your show because that's the caliber of the people are there. Now they're at the national too, but it's a higher density. A bunch at the summit as well. I'm going to miss it. It's just that I'm retired. I don't think I need to be obligating myself to go to something. I'm actually going to go to Bill Huggins' funeral the next week. I'd love to go to the Mint Collective. It was a great time, great people. But I told Ezra, there's certain events I just am not going to commit to be there every year. And the National's the only one. So I'm going to hit more funerals or other kinds of one-off events that are meaningful to me because I'm not looking for a job. Compare the little girl to the Mint Collective. Okay, The lifetime value of that little girl as a customer is unlikely to approach in any way Devin Booker's jersey. Okay, But... 
the value of that interaction cannot be quantified. It wasn't a transaction that she's going to be a customer and give this much money. It's a loser financially, but in the overall grander scheme of things, it's a huge win. I believe Mint Collective can be the same way. Every deal or every event doesn't need to make financial sense if you're really making the pie bigger. What he did for that little girl is really going to make the pie bigger. Probably because everybody's going to say, hey, I want a jersey too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you connect me with my favorite player? By the way, I'd like Luca. <laughs> hey, do you know Michael Jordan? Let me stick up for my friend Clay. I've known him for almost 30 years. The distinction I want to make, and it goes back to the Mint Collective again, but what we're saying is that within the Fanatics or Tops organization, certain people that have not been in the hobby for 30 years need to be going to these card shows. They need to be availing themselves of every opportunity to get the pulse. I think Clay probably already has the pulse because he's lived in our neighborhood for 30 years. So if you're not a 30-year veteran or 60-year veteran or 50-year veteran like some of us are, you don't have to go to the Mint Collective if you're not looking for a job. But if you're a five-year veteran or a three-year veteran or you've been in the industry since covid Mint Collective is, wow, that's something you can handle and you can meet the people. The newer people in the industry need to be going to all these events. I'm very pleased that anybody and everybody out of Fanatics, if they're not already a veteran collector, they need to be immersive. Frankly, I think Mint Collective is maybe an easier entree into the hobby or the industry than the national, which is pretty overwhelming. You can get an appointment. You can go to a panel and be on the fourth row instead of trying to find somebody in the maze of booths. You walk into the showroom, and about a third of the room is open space with some cocktail tables that the first night were really pretty full. So they make it easy for you to connect with other people. The hobby is the people. You walk into the National, you're immediately overwhelmed with which direction do I go, and I can't even see to the end of the room. That's why it's good for these people that have not been to as many card shows. I made all those industry summits back when our company wasn't doing one, except the first one for the first 30 years or something. But I'm entitled to take a pass every once in a while. I'll watch your show and some of these others, and I'll be in the know. I'll just be 24 hours behind. (laughs) 